Buckle up and crank up that volume. This is Serialistly with Annie Elise. Welcome back. Happy Monday. We have got a new episode of Serialistly today, and I'm so excited because I have a very special guest here with me today, Heather McDonald, Hit Juicy Scoop podcast, comedian, com- extraordinaire. I don't know. Can you introduce yourself and tell everyone? Um, well, I'm best known for probably Juicy Scoop now, which is going, it'll be eight years in July. And it's every Tuesday and Thursday, and it's mostly comedy and pop culture, but I do touch on crime. I, I and I have now a special segment of my Patreon called Juicy Crimes that might become a bigger thing. But um, oftentimes I have my sister on who's a criminal defense attorney. So I'm obsessed with, the show is called Juicy Scoop. So it's anything juicy. So <laughs> the crimes that I'm attracted to are not necessarily serial killers, but they're passion related, relationship related, mother related, stuff that I you know, can relate to in my own life. That's what I always was attracted to with like datelines and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. if there was a dateline about like kind of a wealthy couple that like were married for 20 years and then she like threw it all away to like fuck the dentist. I am like, oh my God, one mistake, you know, and now, yeah, someone kills somebody and your whole life is ruined. So like that is the kind of juicy stuff that I love. And, um, and then I'm also a stand-up comedian and I'm, and I, I'm a headlining comedian. I've had a couple specials and I go on tour and I sometimes do live juicy scoops with other um, regular comedians that are regulars on my show. And then sometimes we'll just do stand up. Sometimes it's a combo. So perfect. That's I love the it. whole deal. And I'm a mother and I'm married and, you know, that's it. Okay. <laughs> well, and I have to tell you guys too, I am a juicy scooper. Yay. I listen with my sister here who's here today. We listen twice a week. We are like loyal to the bone. It is so good. So I'm so excited. So wait, I love this because. You guys are sisters yes. and you work together and yeah. I'm very close to my sister. And this is the husband, right? That's the husband. Yeah. And and my <laughs> husband also, we have our company together oh, you as do? well. Yes. I've, I've heard on a few of your episodes when he's in studio with you. Yeah. You, yeah. And yeah. And so he is all the tech stuff. <laughs> yes, Everything exactly. I hate. Like from the moment I met him, I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry him because he likes to do everything I hate. <laughs> Taxes, returning shit. Um, reading directions, anything technical, you know, like seriously, he, when we were dating, this is so long ago because I'm married so long, I didn't have an email, like it was just becoming a thing. And so one day I go over to his house and he's like, oh, hey, I got you this, I got you an email account (laughs) and the name, and it's Heather Dobias, which is his name at hotmail.com. And I'm like, well, I guess now I have to marry you. I, we weren't even engaged, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know how to get a new email account. So that's like, <laughs> now you that's have some to. extreme grooming, okay, <laughs> that, that now okay. I cannot get out of. Hotmail's not so, a good look, though, yeah, either. No, so. but I, uh, you know what? I still have it. If you'd like to send me an email. <laughs> I have a Hotmail account, too. I Annie have, O'Brien. Hotmail listen, account. I have Gmails, okay? I have the real Heather McDonald, Heather McDonald Management. Those are all Gmails. <laughs> That hotmail is never going away. Never. And no. that's where you get like all the junk mail all the time. It's just, yeah, it's but a still, lifer. if someone's trying to find me from 12 years ago, <laughs> you can find me. Perfect. Yeah. Well, so I'm so excited because like you said, you have Juicy Crimes on your Patreon. Yes. So, and I, there's a few on your Juicy Scoop podcast. I've heard like the Dirty Jane one. I was oh, like yes. glued to, I was like, yes. oh my God, what's happening? So we're going to run through some of the headlines right Great. now. I'm going to talk to you about a case that just came out a couple weeks ago too. I'd love to get your thoughts on it. And we're just going to kind of roast the dummies yeah. in it and talk about it. Great. Okay, cool. And so um, 
first, let's kind of start and just talk through what cases, if any, are you following right now? Because there are a lot of trials going on, like Vallow. I don't De- know if you know much about Letitia Stauk, but um, definitely Vallow. And I'm just I'm just reading some that's happening right now, and and how shocking some of the stuff is that was not we were not privy to, even with the several documentaries, the 48 hours, everything I've read. Um, you know how the bodies were found and things mm-hmm. like that. Really, just shocking and what a psychopath she is Literally. that she's just sitting there and like smiling because a psychopath doesn't think they did anything wrong no and the conversation i heard the tape uh between she and what's the dude's name chad chad oh, God, such a loser. um where he's like yeah they're like she's talking to him while he's in prison or whatever and he's like yeah they're on the property and she's like okay like yeah. he's clearly trying to say like they're going to find them yeah um, so yes, what's the other one? Letitia, what's Letitia that one? Letitia Stauk, she killed her stepson, 11 years old, and she's like oh, okay. batshit crazy. I kind of remember that one. Can you just refresh me yeah, on Yeah, so Gannon Stauk is the stepson. He was um, 11 years old at the mm-hmm. time. She stabbed him a bunch of times, 18 times. He didn't die, then shot him in the face. And it, like her lies after that were very well, rumored. Did she, did she say he went missing or she ran away? She said he went to a friend's house and, and then never returned. And was she and the husband the custodial parents or was the bio mom involved? The bio mom was involved quite a little bit, but he lived with her and the, his father. And her daughter was there too. She like had texted her daughter, go get me baking soda, cleaning supplies. Not And the daughter was 17 at the time, didn't understand what was happening. Did the daughter know then afterwards that- She found out later and then the mom was arrested and now she's on trial and she's had pled guilty, but by insanity. So and was there any that. reason why they thought that she would be so angered to do such a thing? I think it was just that she didn't like being a parent. She didn't like the responsibility of kids that were not her own, to, like completely biologically hers. And it, it was awful. It's like, yeah. And so it's I been mean, going first on all, now. I'm a stepmother to my oldest child. And, you know, we, we have the worst reputation starting with Disney, you know? I mean, every stepmother is just seen as like... The monster. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, you know, the <laughs> Snow White is prettier than me. I don't even know what Snow White's... Was, was the queen Snow White's stepmother too? But, I mean, she was a bitch who was jealous of a younger version of herself. And then also there was Cinderella, awful, Cinderella, right? Yeah. That mom was horrific. And Sleeping Beauty was like the Sleep- godmother was weird. Yeah, it's always just like the worst. You're right, it is. The worst, the worst, the worst. And so it's like as stepmothers, we're constantly like trying to prove to everybody like we're not evil, like we're not trying to take your mom's spot. We yeah. just want to be a great person. We just, sorry that we love your dad. Like, fuck, sorry. <laughs> like, it is just, and then to have this bitch fucking set us back 2,000 years. Like, this is awful. It's really bad. Horrific. And her daughter, Horrific. Harley, is now 20 because it's been Ugh. three years since the arrest and she took the stand yesterday. I was listening to, on the drive over up to LA because we stayed yeah. in LA last night. I was listening to it and it, I was just crying. It's so sad because she's like, I had no idea. She was saying Ugh. her biological dad died, I think when she was 15, and she was told, her mom told her somebody had come into the house, robbed him, and then killed him. She's like, I found out last week, as she's testifying, that he died of an overdose. My mom had lied to me the whole time. It's just oh, like, I thought she was going to say. Which, who knows? Maybe well, she was I mean, feeding I like, him the drugs. Yes, I mean, who well, knows? Could it be that she killed him? I know. It, I, Obviously. Nothing is know? off limits. Right. Even when she was arrested, there's a video going around, too. She was in the back of the cop car. She gets out of her handcuffs, takes a full unopened monster can and hits the police officer who's in the back seat with her in the face with it and then tries to escape. I'm like, 
this bitch is crazy. Like, so beyond how crazy. Long was she playing the role that he, like, the kid ran off or something? It went on for, I think it was just a few weeks, but they That's caught on to her quick. Though. She, like, had contacted this company called fakepolygraph.com where she sends them the list of questions and how the answer should come through, like, if she passed or not. So then, I guess they have something in their system where if you ask certain questions, it flags it. So when she didn't get the results emailed back to her, she called that audio came into the courtroom and they're like, no, ma'am, like we can't give you this. It, it, you know, it's we had to raise it up to our manager. She's just insane and tried to cover her ass a ton. I mean, my favorite is the, just when people Google stuff. She and she was like that too. Yeah, well, like how what to do with a body? <laughs> what if you know what to do with a five-two female body if you need to cut it into four spots? Like literally, there's been guys that are that stupid. Brian Walsh yeah. recently did that. Yes, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I know, I know. So going back quickly to Lori Vallow, what do yes. you think about that whole case? Besides the fact Oof. that she is a psychopath, well, just absolutely fascinating on so many levels. Fascinating that she is got pretty privilege. Yeah. So she's a pretty blonde girl. Mm-hmm. She's been married four, I think four times. Four times. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, and that she was in like a Mrs. contest. Oh yeah. I forget like, what this is. It's one thing was. to be in pageants. <laughs> But then when you're like already married and a mother and you're like, I still need to be the center of attention. Maybe Raquel can do that. I know. <laughs> Raquel. Oh my God. I just saw a video going to Vanderpump. We're going to be hopping around, obviously. Yeah, but that's I, the bigger like crime here. I feel, like your, I feel like your audiences can keep coming. But I just saw her talent in the pageant. What was it? She jumps on like a surfboard and pretends to surf. Is it's it like dancing. is it on like it's a cylinder singing. or anything for balance? Or no, I it's don't just on the think, floor. Yeah, God, she's a real idiot. <laughs> I can't. And I mean, speaking of defending her, okay, so now people are starting to feel sorry for her. And who? I, I don't mean to brag, but I have a Pilates instructor, and we got into it today. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Okay. And why does she feel bad for her? And I love the brag. It's not a brag. We love that here. My husband's a boxing instructor. We love fitness. <laughs> Anyway, I did convince her, though. So I could be an attorney, too. Okay, so convince Um, the audience. Okay, so she just was like, I mean, but, I mean, she is like, I go, listen, she's 28 years old. And I know she comes off, as Lala would say, a Bambi-dyed bitch. (laughs) Because I don't know what to say. It's end of all that's having a party. And I'm going, okay, so she is like that. But she's 28 years old. And five years ago, she went. Because she was a fan of Vanderpump. Yeah. She went, met, went and followed, started to hang out with uh, James, went to like two more locations to try to seduce him, became the Gross. girlfriend, got on the show. Once they broke up, she was smart enough to know, just like a real housewife, even if you hate that bitch, you better still film with Teresa Judice, okay? Yeah. <laughs> because otherwise you're fucking out, yeah. okay? You can't just be like, I hate you. And that's why when I do hate women in my life, I'm like, hey, Bravo's not paying me. I never need to see that cunt again. Like, you know, but like if Bravo's paying you, you better be like, can we move past it now? Because I'd like my 500,000. So anyway, so she, so I'm like, she then, now she's single and she's smart enough to know that I got to date somebody that, within the group. She goes for Peter. Yeah. She goes for Oliver, Garcelle's son, who's married with a kid. And she goes for Schwartz. When Schwartz doesn't want her, she's already, she's so hungry for attention. You know, cheaters are all about ego. It's mm-hmm. not because their girlfriend isn't pretty enough no. that they're cheating on. And then, 
And then Scandival liked her and she probably liked having sex with him and liked the attention. But then she goes on to deceive everyone along with him for seven months. And the plan was that we will get through the season. We will, he'll go, we'll get through the reunion. And then during the respite, the hiatus, if we want to date, I mean, I know this, if we want to date, then we'll, um, then it'll be like, oh, I, you know, we just ran into, yeah. into each other at Irwan, Irwan, and then like, and we really connected, and now we I get to stay this. on the show. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I get, because otherwise, you're a single girl. Why aren't you on Hinge or whatever? Yeah, is that a site? I think Amy is or, that a site? <laughs> yeah. Whatever, or the one that for the famous people that starts with an R. What's that? Raya. Raya. Yeah. Why don't you go on Raya? Yeah. And like, because if but if you went on Raya and met some cute guy, or if you went on Hinge and met an accountant who doesn't want to be Nobody on the cares. show, that's not going to help you stay mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah. She literally pursued four people in the cast. She ran the train. So. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm just saying that is not a cotton candy dum dum. No, you know, well, and you, I'm sure you've heard, of course, by now the conversation that she and Ariana apparently had in the finale episode, right, right. where she Ariana basically confides to her, you yeah. know, I think that Tom is cheating on me. She's like, well, if that ha- comes to be true, like I'll be there for you. What a complete psychopath! Well, before it all, <laughs> all everything was coming out, and I'm good friends with Lala, so I'm talking to Lala like I'm dying. And I'm like, you know, this has happened to my friends whose uh, husbands have cheated with women they know. And it's, this is why I say it's diabolical mm-hmm. because the, there's times where the, the cheating woman, the mistress, is consoling the friend. They're like at their kid's sports game and she's like, I don't know, like we're just not getting along. He's so distant. And then the friend keeps asking her like, well, what's going on? Are you having more sex? No, we're really not. Oh, because she's having sex. She, yeah. want, she's she wants actually to know, checking, is he still having she wants sex to make with sure you? Her, her boyfriend isn't cheating on her with his wife, you know? Yeah. like. And then she's thinking, this is my good friend. And so it's like a triple deception. It's yeah. just, so that's, and the friends were all deceived. Yeah. The cast the was all deceived. Bad. It's so, so bad. But so the Lori Vallow. Yeah, so back, to, back, back to, to Lori Vallow. Crime, so, you know, she's that kind of a woman. Yeah. Also, then the religious aspect is really weird. Yeah, so weird. Then the podcast aspect. The whole thing is weird. Like, and the fact that she fell for this guy, I can't. Anything about, like, uh, anything about, hey, I, like, and then she's telling, like, I remember this in one of the specials or documentaries where the girl that was, like, she was originally Mormon Mm -hmm. and then was going to a more extreme thing. And she calls her friend who thought, who was sort of religious too. And she's like, hey, like, I got you on the list. You're one of the 111,000 that can, like, go to heaven, like, if you want to hang out. And she's the girl's finally like, no, (laughs) but, like, where are your kids? And then they go to Hawaii, and she's loving the cameras and not caring about – and then the fact that the poor husband gets killed by the brother. Mm-hmm. Then the brother mysteriously dies. The day after Chad's wife's body is exhumed. He died the day after. I'm like, there is, it, there's so much shadiness. Definitely the brother. Killed there's, everybody. There, yeah. Uh, brother killed everybody. And also there's foul play with the brother dying. I definitely think. One, I agree completely. And because he knew too much. And um, and for a, for a while in one of those shows, he... The, um, her mom and sister were still like, you know, sort of protecting her. Mm-hmm. Well, now no one's there. Nobody's no one's in the trial. No, no. And she also has a son from like the first or second Colby. marriage. So he testified today. Oh, okay. And she apparently, I was, people were texting me because I have a, f- a friend who's in the courtroom and she's like, he's um, testifying and he's pissed off and she's just smiling at him the whole time, like grinning. I'm like, 
what a complete psychopath. I just don't get it. And she tried to get excused out of the courtroom last week when they were showing the photos of the children's bodies because mm-hmm. it was extremely graphic. Yeah. And the judge was like, hell no, you have to sit through this. You can't like run away now and cry when you haven't been cooperating and all these Boo-hoo. things. Yeah. And like, and let's treat her like a male serial killer because mm-hmm. she's a serial killer. Yep. And, you know, let's not give her any special thing at all. And yep. if anything... She's the worst kind of killer because she killed her own. Yeah. And I feel so badly also for the the grandparents of the little oh boy because JJ, yeah. they entrusted. Now, I can't remember why, why did she and the husband who then also got shot by the brother, why did they get custody of of JJ, who was actually his nephew. So because, so Larry and Kay had custody, the grandparents, but then they wanted to kind of put him in a lifestyle where the parents were younger, more fit. He could have friends his age. So it just made sense. And so the grandparents were like, here's this loving, wholesome family. They're LDS Mormons. They're this and that. Like he'll have a great life. What's so sad is the sister was so good to him. She loved being a big sister. Uh, Yeah. Everybody. And Colby loved him too. It's Horrible. And then just being like, oh, they're demons. Yeah, they're zombies. We have to kill them. What What are you talking about? What are you even talking about? The, I thought really her defense, and we're going to hear her defense, mm-hmm. but I think the only defense, if you if want to be a defense attorney, have any hope, is to say she was a victim of a cult leader. Yeah, brainwashed. She was brainwashed. She was groomed. She was, you know, she was told this. She Once she was told that they were gone, she was really believed they were in a better place and, you know, and and that might be able to, well, she's not up for the death penalty, is she? I think they removed that because okay. there was something with the evidence. But what's interesting is I was asking my good friend, Mike King, who's an, a former FBI profiler about this because he's been following it closely too. And I said, originally, Lori and Chad's trials were supposed to be together, then they severed them. So I'm like, if Lori, whether she gets convicted or not here, how is that going to impact his? Because Say if she is exonerated and found not guilty, he's kind of a shoe in for being guilty no matter what because they're going to have to have oh, a yeah, fall guy. Definitely. But if she's guilty, then can he bring with his defense, it was all Lori. I had nothing to do with it. Right. I was I was pussy whipped yeah. into murdering <laughs> her kids so we could spend more time in Hawaii. I know. She told me this. Yeah. I mean, that would be the only defense. You. That's the only defense you can do is point the finger at each other. Yeah. But I think they were, you know, and my sister, the criminal defense attorney, Shannon McDonald, she's like, Sometimes the worst thing is when two psychos get together. Yeah. Whether they meet in prison, whether they meet on the streets, whether they're in a romance. I mean, there's there's a history, and I'm sure you've like studied of like romantic couples that kill together oh, yeah. or bring in bring in somebody for the guy to like rape, but then they kill them Who's together. Who's that one, Carla? Uh, the Canadian. The couple. Canadians yeah. are the most famous, and they killed the girl's sister. Yep. And then they Raped brought in the gr- and killed the sister. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he was and, like attracted to her. He wanted to take her virginity, yeah. and she's like, "Yeah, go ahead. We'll drug my sister at Christmas Eve or whatever it was." And there were two little girls, the Slender Man girls. Oh yeah, that were right. like that found that were both mentally ill, both bipolar. Uh-huh. They they found, and there was another one where two girls killed a third of. And said, "We'll party. go on three. That yes, yeah, and and it truly is that had they not like. The way it worked is like, honestly, had they not been in the same classroom and become friends, they probably wouldn't have come to a place of murder. It's literally that the two, like, two horrible people met up. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, so I want to get into this catfish case with you because I really want to get into this. Okay, so we're going to take a quick little break and then we're going to jump right in. 
All right, guys, you know I always keep it real with you. And you also know that I'm not great when it comes to cooking. You've got the hassle of grocery shopping, cooking, then cleanup. Ugh. But with two young kids, it's important to give them good meals and not just run for the dino nuggets every single night, which parents, you know what I'm talking about. That's why I am so excited to talk with you about today's sponsor, HelloFresh. HelloFresh has completely changed the game for me. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. So, so easy. And no worries if you're not a pro in the kitchen. HelloFresh's foolproof recipes arrive pre-portioned and easy to prepare in just a few steps, which is great for me because I am not good with complicated recipes, guys. I screw them up every single time. HelloFresh keeps your taste buds on their toes with 40 recipes and over 100 seasonal and convenience items to choose from each week. With so much variety, there are options for everyone and every lifestyle, even for my little picky eaters who love those nuggets so much. Go to HelloFresh.com AE50 and use AE50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. So skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. So again, go to HelloFresh.com AE50 and use code AE50 for 50% off. Plus, don't forget your first box ships free. Okay. So this is a case that just happened recently, and it's a catfishing case, but it's not about like catfishing for love. It's catfishing for murder. So I'm going to read you some of the headlines and we'll just kind of talk through it. So Alaska woman pleads guilty to killing her friend in a catfishing scheme involving $9 million. Okay. Mm. So it says, according to an article from the New York Post, a 22-year-old woman named Delani Brenner thought she was in an online relationship with a millionaire named Tyler. But Tyler was really a 21-year-old kid named Darren. So (sighs) have you heard this? I kind of do, but keep with all the explaining. Okay. So So back in 2019, in June, Darren, who's from Indiana, offered Denali $9 million to allegedly rape and murder somebody from Alaska and send him videos and photos of her doing it. So this girl thinks she's in this online relationship with this millionaire. And he's like, I really want you to like go rape and kill someone. And then I'll give you $9 million. Go do it. And this girl does it. And she recruits her friends. So she recruited two juveniles to partake in the killing and said that she would pay them out like pieces, parcel the money out. So let me get to this part now. It says, so Denali, a 16, Denali, a 16-year-old named Caden and others conspired to kill 19-year-old Cynthia Hoffman, who were, this is really sad, who reportedly thought of Denali as her best friend. And even worse, Cynthia was reportedly developmentally disabled. So they lure their disabled friend in who thinks that this is her best friend and she's plotting and conspiring to kill her and rape her so that she can get this payout from her catfish millionaire boyfriend. So they do kill her. They do kill her. And then what happened? And so apparently they were all like, all the kids were driving around smoking weed in Anchorage Falls. Thinking what they're going to do with their 9 million. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like with Cynthia and Cynthia has no idea what's going on. They're all smoking together. Oh, before she gets killed. Before she gets killed. Then they park. They all agree to duct tape each other and take photos. Even Cynthia agrees to that for whatever reason, just maybe going along with it. Who knows? And then they tied up her hands and wrists and covered her mouth with duct tape. So when they removed that, she said she was going to call the police. But then that's apparently when they shot her in the back of the head so that she couldn't call. And then they pushed her body into the river. And then they send the photos to the supposed billionaire or whatever. Yeah, saying, give me my money. And 
uh, hi, joke's on you. He's really a 21-year-old kid from Indiana. That was just fucking around. That was just around. fucking around online. Is and that how did they? And so now are they all on trial? They all, yeah, they ended up going um, in the, so February of 2023, Denali pleaded guilty at the end to fatally shooting her friend and then dumping her body. So I think she's the only one because she pulled the trigger that got time. Nobody else did. And or they the had juveniles. like reduced sentence. Yeah. So I need to, I don't think they've all gone through it yet, but it's crazy because I've heard a lot of crazy <sighs> cases, but like catfishing for love. Sure. I've heard of that, which like, you're a moron if you're like still getting catfished in 2023 in my opinion like yeah there's FaceTime there's a million things to do but like for murder with somebody you've never met like not that it's okay to murder somebody for somebody you have met there's but there's so many elements of it there's the catfish right. there's the dating there's the you know recruiting people to get them to do something and then there's so and then there's the saddest part is thinking that somebody's your friend yeah and then add Being that like she out. and then add that she's developmentally delayed. Mm-hmm. I always remember like one like something that just stuck with me it was like the saddest made for TV movie. And I was like a little. First of all, I had no like supervision as far as TV. <laughs> I remember hearing so that. I can watch. I could watch anything. And there was like some really bad made for TV movies when I was young. And I forgot the name of the actor, but he was the star of like Roots. And anyway, there was a movie where he was developmentally delayed, and I think he was also um, hard of hearing. And he was like in prison and the guys are like, hey, we want to be your friend. And he's like, yeah. And then they like take him in a room and they raped him. I was like, saw this at eight. Anyway, it was so sad. This is like ABC primetime. But it was so sad because I was like his face of thinking that these are his friends. And it reminded me of the awful case of the beautiful girl in, in Mexico. I don't know if it's Cabo. Where she went with her friends oh. and she and Quella, and then they're like, "Oh, yeah. she drank too much. She died." And then they're like, "Oh, we got an autopsy. She, she has a broken spinal cord, and her neck was broken. And there's video of a girl beating her up, mm-hmm. and the guys that they're with filming it." Yeah. And I'm like, I think this was the case of I totally think this was premeditated. Absolutely. And I think if people investigate, I bet this pretty girl was either seeing the girl who killed her's boyfriend or she thought she was mm-hmm. or she, or the boyfriend thought you couldn't could even said that she was hot and the girl didn't even know and she was like oh i'm gonna get this fucking bitch back probably didn't mean to kill her but was hitting her for it and then realized she went too far yeah. and she died but here this girl thought these i just don't think there's anything worse than thinking that people are your friends mm-hmm. and they're not I agree. It's really sad. There's a lot of cases too, like the Gannon Stout case that I was talking about at the beginning where it's like not only the friend element, but the family. Imagine being there as a child, seeing the person who you love, who's protecting you, trying to kill you and suffocating you. That's like your last moment and your last memory. It's like you'd be scared, the betrayal you would feel. It's horrible that people take advantage of that and like people's emotions to lure them and to just be, I don't know, awful to them. It's it's so sad. And I mean, yeah, awful. So, um, okay, so this girl, where are we on this one? She's in on trial. So now, she's no, been convicted. She, she, yeah, she's now been convicted. For how so, long? Life? I think she got life. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. I know, yeah. but awful. Um, okay, so now I know you've heard, we talked a little bit before we started recording about this case, mm. the OnlyFans case. Yes. Courtney Clunny slash Taylor, the OnlyFans model who stabbed her boyfriend and he died, and it's been like, a huge controversy because right. so many people she claims self-defense and she 
claims grooming, exploitation, all these things. But then everybody's like, no, they're actually with all the footage and the elevator footage. It shows that you were the one who was the, like. She was the aggressor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he was just like, get the hell away from me, yeah. crazy drunk bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And she had said that when she threw the knife, it was from 10 feet away. And that because he was stabbed in like an artery in his shoulder or like in the chest slash shoulder area. And she had originally had said, I threw the knife at him from 10 feet away. And it just happened to stick and cut. I'm like, okay, I've been to axe throwing places. And I know. <laughs> so with like a kitchen knife with the flimsy blade. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because they were, because there was more than, there was, so there, what, was there only one stab? There was, I think there was, I think there was only one. Maybe there was two. Like he wasn't repeatedly stabbed, oh. but it was just where it got him. But she was trying to say that she threw it and it stuck in deep enough, just in the right place. I'm like, you're not a professional knife thrower, first of all. That's definitely not. And they proved that. I don't that's know. Not. That's. I think that is going to be, you know, they, they got to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to be a hard one. I think the defense has a chance. You do. I do. Even with all the footage and that they're bringing, because they have now the elevator footage from like the day before leading up to it and showing her punching him, hitting him, like always being the aggressor. But then on the other hand, this could be like... Because I think she's the pretty white blonde girl and he's the black guy too, I think that they don't want to side with her. Yeah. Because they want to be like, come on, let's not do another cliche where we don't, you know, believe the black guy. You know, I mean, I think there could be that element, even if it's not discussed Mm -hmm. among the jurors in their mind of being like, no, I really want to do what's right. But I don't know. Like... I, well, we haven't heard her defense yet. No. So once her defense comes, if they have some evidence that really there was a toxic relationship or domestic violence on both sides or physical stuff, or, or I mean, it, when people are like this hot <laughs> and this young and your job yeah. is OnlyFans, I'm sure every fight was, you were looking at that girl, let me see your phone, oh, you were cheating, or da-da-da-da, and... It erupts. Yes. Well, that's what happened. Yeah. So he went out... And this isn't funny, obviously, but he went out to get them Subway. And it was like, I think, 4.30 in the afternoon or something like that. But he didn't come back till two hours later. So she was basically saying, like, where the hell have you been? Where'd you go? Did you go fuck some girl? And then it just spiraled into, you know, him being killed. Right. Horrible. But, um, yeah, so she's claiming that there's self-defense. She said that he had... She's also claiming she was very hungry, probably. (laughs) Hey, sometimes I want to do a, I would do a lot I mean, of things for a foot I, long. I'm I love hungry, a I'm a real sandwich. fucking bitch. Also, <laughs> what my husband does is he'll take out the app and he'll be like, okay, what do you want from whatever Uber Eats? And I'll be like, okay, I want the sizzling shrimp bowl, whatever. And I say it, I'm very specific. And he's like, okay. And then like a chicken burrito comes. I'm like, well, why did that's you ask me? <laughs> yeah, that seems like an epic fail. Why don't, why don't even ask me? They're going to be all excited for what I thought. I'm going to eat it. But like. <laughs> I'm still going to eat it. But I want the shrimp bowl. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I, thank God I'm not a good knife thrower. No, honestly. I've never even gone to one of those axing things. Are those still a thing? I've it, seen it, them in every reality I, show. I know. I've been once in my life. I think it was like four years ago, which like. It felt like probably the butchiest thing I've ever done in my life. No offense, but like, it's and I wasn't like good such at a, like it. that. And it's like, wait. And then there's also the other thing I've never done is the mystery room or get out the escape, escape room. room. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've done that either. 
That's got to be turning over. Yeah. Those guys, like that real estate's got to be available. Like people are like every, I've gone to every escape room. Like every kid's had the 12th birthday there. Like what else is there? Hey, my husband did make me go to laser tag not too long ago. We used to do laser tag. Is that, yeah, we, well, yeah, we used to have to go with our sons. Yeah, laser tag. But not your adult husband. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I still like the Busters. What's it called? Game and Busters. Yeah. I hey, still, you know what? I, I know. think that's a, that's a perfect thing for everybody. You can bring your it is you can bring your adult husband. You can just you drink can bring your teenage boys. Play Mario Kart all day. Yeah, you can I have know. some drinks. I will say I enjoyed the laser tag. Not to roast on too much, and I was number one out of the whole everybody. Our whole oh, remember crew. paintballing? What happened with that? I've never been paintballing either. That was a thing. But that was a thing. Yeah. I wonder if that's still around. I don't, I don't know how we got onto this. Oh, the axe throwing. Okay. Okay. Let me move. Okay, so now we're going to talk about Megan Boswell. And let me fill you in on this case. She's being referred to as the Casey Anthony 2.0, which after that, I want to get your thoughts on the Mm -hmm. Peacock special that Casey did because it's like, I have have a lot of opinions of that. But um, let me go through Megan Boswell. So it's been about three years now, and it was her 15-month-old daughter, Evelyn, and an Amber Alert was issued and she was missing. The grandfather had contacted police saying, I haven't seen my granddaughter, Evelyn, since Thanksgiving. It's now February. Um, her mom my daughter is lying like I can't figure out what the truth is because Megan was saying she's with a nanny she's with my mom she's with all these people and nothing was obviously true in any of this Zanny the nanny Zanny the nanny exactly so and Megan's a teenager herself so that's obviously a red flag so how old was she when she had her like only 15 I think must have been 15 or 16 yeah very young and so evelyn and evelyn's like the cutest little girl in the world i wish i had a picture but 15 months old so she did all of these bizarre interviews where she was doing you know kind of the telltale things pleading like she loved baby shark she did this talking in past tense a lot but being like i just want her home then the next interview she's like well i know who took her and i can't say who but i'm gonna have to tell the police to come do their job like if they can't figure out like very weird like yeah cryptic kind of like Casey did when she's like yes. she's with Zanny then she with all these things um but then and this is where it gets bad they ended up of course finding Evelyn's body it was tightly wound in a blanket with aluminum foil around it and stuffed into a trash can inside a playhouse on the family property that was a playhouse that was built for Megan as a child it once they did the autopsy Evelyn was stuffed in there still alive and when they pulled her out her head was a bit bent, had been shoved in so tight, her head was bent back so far that the back of her head was touching her spine. I know. It makes me like, so, sick thinking about it. So how long was she gone for? Um, they didn't missing. find her for, I want to say it was since the, several Since months. the grandpa said it. Oh, so oh for, but she for, had been missing so, from like so, Oh, so for all those months, it wasn't, the police weren't looking for her when she was in the play thing. Not until they started yeah. to do like a real investigation. And realized like And then they shortly found up. her after on the property. Yeah. I know. And now Megan's in jail, obviously facing all these charges, but her trial keeps getting pushed back. So now she's not even going to trial until February, 2025. Uh, and we're so, but she's behind the bars. Yeah, she's behind uh, the bars. And her mom was arrested too, not for participating in any of it, but her mom was like a criminal as well. It was like robbing her mother's house and with her it's boyfriend like just like a drug addict or yeah, yeah all these just all bad all bad um and megan had been trying to blame the biological father where he was actually stationed away the entire time which that didn't make sense but just right. lie after lie so everybody's calling her of course casey anthony 2.0 because of that just because of the lying so that brings me to the peacock documentary yes 
What did you think about the documentary and about her saying that her dad killed Kaylee and that he was like sexually abusive and all of these things when she was a child? Do you believe it? And I know we don't want to like shame anybody or like say. We don't so believe you, I but. remember that was the surprise defense at the end that it was him and that she was molested and that uh, the drowning mm-hmm. happened. But in watching it, I thought it was crazy because I saw like Rosie O'Donnell afterwards that was like, I believe her. And I'm like, <laughs> and you know, you watch these documentaries and I'm like, Ugh. I mean, I single-handedly think like Netflix docs has like ruined like religion for everybody. Like you see now and you're like, I, I don't even think like, how could I go to church anymore? Like, it's just like you watch these things and you're just kind of like, so obviously they were um, going to do a narrative to keep you interested if the narrative was everything we've already seen that she clearly is guilty Mm -hmm. then you know it wouldn't be interesting so she tells her story but there's like all these holes and I think the biggest hole was when she said and then I woke up from the nap and my daughter wasn't next to me and I look for her and my dad's holding her and she's had fallen into the water and he's like don't worry I'll fix her and I'm like well then what were you you never asked your dad like how is the Pinocchio doctor doing like yeah. did you literally like where did she go like right. you didn't you know oh well I'm taking her to the special doctor and I was so dumb and I mean there was no explanation of why you would believe your dad there was no part where he said now remember if you tell anybody about the I mean even if she would have like if this was the lie I would have needed to hear after that he was like listen she's gone but like play along or I'm going to fucking kill you. There wasn't any. So it's like, mm-hmm. do I think he was a cheater? Weird dad. Yes, I do. Were, were the parents kind of odd? Did they, so weird. did they obviously cherish their granddaughter more than their daughter because it was their second chance to have like a perfect little angel? Yes. Like all of that makes sense. And is the guy that she's currently working for the investigator who believes her? Yeah. Because if he, if he chose not to believe her now, he chose to believe her and that's that yeah. he believes her. And like, sometimes you just don't want to know, yeah. like, you know, if you, and so I, um, no, I a hundred percent think, and I've always thought this. And I think that she didn't have a sitter for the night. And I think she used to use Benadryl or something mm-hmm. like that to get her da- daughter down. And I think she overdosed her. And then I think, in hiding the body, she tried to sort of make it look like possibly somebody else did it, but she was so dumb and it was all stuff from the house. Mm-hmm. And then what about like her lying saying where she worked at Disney World and then the nanny well, like that just covering is, her that, tracks? Well, that is such an interesting thing because people that are pathological liars, whether they're your daughter or they're your boyfriend and they're cheating, they'll like lie about stuff unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, Oh, I had pizza for lunch. And but they really had a subway sandwich. And you're like, but why? There was no, no reason. Point. There yeah. was no point. It's like they just lie. Mm-hmm. They just lie and they're they're so comfortable lying. And yeah, and I mean, you know, I lying about having a a place to go and a job that made her sound successful and I work at Universal and this and that. And then what did you think about um the tattoo. Oh, God. I mean, there's the no... The living, living life. Yeah, the good life and, and dancing on tables. There's no way you're worried about your daughter and hoping that your father's, like, 
fixing her no, and getting she, her. You're she, partying. You're she raging. She knew that she was gone. Mm-hmm. And then because she's a psychopath, in order to compartmentalize and get her through it, she was like, she's in a better place and I'm going to live my life. And I don't know when I'm going to have to answer to this, but in the meantime, I want to go, you know, dance on tables and, and have this tattoo. And, but also at that time she was stealing from people. I was just going to say, she and write using, bad checks. She was writing bad checks. She yeah. was using, so it's very entitled that she could steal from her grandmother. She could steal from her roommate. And the fact that they said that she was a really good mom and really into the kid, I believe that too. Mm-hmm. I believe that she did love the kid. I don't believe she meant to kill her, but right. once she did, with these type of psychopaths, they never will take responsibility. So then they just try to like make the best of it and they're going to blame somebody. They're going to mm-hmm. blame my mom who said she couldn't babysit, my dad who whatever. And um, and I don't, I, I don't, I do not believe that she was molested. I don't no, believe I don't she believe was molested either. by the brother or the dad. And I truly think it came to her being with probably so many sexual abuse victims in prison. Mm-hmm. And because that happens too. I remember like years ago, um, you know, there was a, t- there was a time when like every in the eighties where everybody thought they were abused because you'd go to therapy or you'd, and then you like watch all these movies about like kids being abused. Then you would go to bed and have an, a dream and you might dream that you were abused that's because you saw it on TV. Like, it yeah. doesn't mean that it happened. Totally. And so I think, like, she might have dreamt it, being that she's, like, in this horrible prison situation, and then convinced herself of this story. And then her defense team was like, this is the only hope for mm-hmm. this chick. But the defense attorney, she then later on went on to say that the defense attorney and her fucked. Did you know that? I didn't know she ever confirmed it. Jose Baez? It, it was her, she, that was her story that got out that that's why he wants nothing to do with her. Oh. That's why he wasn't part of the doc. In that my understanding, sense. allegedly, this is what I recall reading, is that's why he wasn't part of the doc because he was like, and, you know, yeah, he used that as a defense because that was the only defense. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think that they were dating after, you know, or whatever, but... I also think, and tell me what you think, it could have been a coping mechanism the way she like kind of shut off and kept partying, doing all that. But what I found really interesting is not only that she was trying to blame the father, but there were parts of that doc where she would immediately show emotion like when she parked out front of the apartments and she would almost be angry about the lie she told, but like not angry with herself. She'd be like, and that's the apartment where I said that Zanny lived and you know how that went, like or like to where I'm like, you're the one that told the lie. Yeah. What are you even talking about right now? And part of me, which I, it's probably an unpopular opinion, guys, but I think part of the reason I think she went so hard with that narrative in this documentary too is because of the climate we've been in the last few years with so many people. You believe first, you ask questions later, which I understand to an extent, maybe sure, but like totally. I think she was like, I need to paint myself as the victim. I need to use this as a crutch because it's now the Me Too time, and I well, can get- definitely. Any, even if you're just like a celebrity that's fallen on some unpopular times, like just all of a sudden people kind of like lost interest in you, became a little less relevant. People thought you were a bitch or whatever, and then you go, okay, what's the thing that can get people to? Oh, wait, this is the worst thing that happened in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to talk about this time a relative died or whatever, and then. And then you redeem yourself. Mm-hmm. 
And then everyone feels sorry for you and everyone relates to that. And then it's like, and then you can move on from that. So it's even like with the, everything comes back to Sandoval, does, Sandoval and Raquel. But it was like, when this was all starting, I'm like, she's gonna either say she was, I, if they don't stay, stay together, she's either gonna take the thing of like, I was groomed, I was convinced by this 40 year old man and da 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 da. If that isn't the case, she's gonna go, leave me alone, I'm going to a mental facility. And when she went Miraval. to Miraval, which yeah. is not a mental facility. No. It's where housewives go to burn some sage. Yeah. It like is not that. And and then he, did you see what he just I did? His post? He's mad because Miraval posted like their bar. Yeah. And it was, and they took a line from the theme the song. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, how dare you let people know that I've been here? Probably they shouldn't have done that, but it was already out that they were both Everybody going. Knew. And, but now I'm confused. Do they are they both there or are they not there? Or is he screwing Billy Lee? Did you see oh, that? My God, Billy Lee, I fucking can't. I mean, when you when you get to a place where Billy Lee emerges, like the thirstiest Scandaball's only friend, I don't Probably. even I don't even think she slept. There's pictures of her supposedly wearing the same outfit, leaving his house in Valley Village because Ariana was still away or whatever Coachella. I wouldn't put it past Billy Lee to call the paparazzi. He's like, hey, Sandoval, let's hang out. He's like, okay. And they (laughs) hang out. And then I could see her literally going home and then like coming back around and going through like a back alley in Valley (laughs) Village and then acting like she slept over. (laughs) Totally. Because I do not believe Sandoval wants to screw Billy Lee. No, and she's now doing interviews with Entertainment Tonight, like giving her She's so excited. You know what what she's doing right now, though? What? trying to be a stand-up you're lying you're lying can i have one fucking thing in this world (laughs) okay we're gonna take a quick break whether you want to get more fit be a better parent or get more done at work there is one thing that will always help one common denominator and that is better sleep with miracle made sheets you can tap into the power of self-cooling temperature regulation which has been shown to improve deep sleep quality by over 20 percent Using silver-infused fabrics originally inspired by NASA, Miracle-Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long, so you get better sleep every night. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands, and they feel as nice, if not nicer, than bed sheets used by some of the five-star hotels. Seriously, guys, they are so soft. Also, do you sweat when you sleep because... I sweat when I sleep, so let's stop sleeping on gross bacteria together. Clean sheets means less bacteria to clog your pores and fewer breakouts and other skin problems. These sheets are infused with silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. So no more gross odors if you sweat like me, no skin problems, it's all good. Go to TryMiracle.com slash AE to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And with Mother's and Father's Day right around the corner, this is the perfect way to give someone you love the gift of better sleep and luxurious sleep. Save over 40% and be sure to use our promo code AE at checkout to save even more and get three free towels. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. 
Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash AE and use code AE to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash AE to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode and for keeping me nice and cool in my sleep. Okay, so quickly going back to, to this whole like Casey Anthony and her trying to get the public sympathy. I don't know if you've noticed this, but what I feel like I've noticed too is that a lot of the Gen Zers who maybe weren't around when the trial first was big mm, yes. and are just hearing about something, they're the ones who do believe her and yes. have something very similar to the Menendez brothers. I don't know if you've seen oh, that. I know all about the Menendez where everybody, brothers. Now, like, that whole generation is basically, and I don't know what the truth really was, but they're all saying they were abused, they're innocent, this and that. I 100% believe they were fully abused. You did, by the dad? Yes. Wow. And they also were like, fuck these this asshole, we're going to fucking kill him and mm-hmm. we're going to get our money. Yeah. And we hate our complicit mom. That but makes sense. But I totally sense. believe they were molested for a number of reasons. Oh my God, that's awful. One of the things that isn't really well known is there was this group called Menudo. Oh yeah, Menudo, I know. The boy band. The boy band. And they would replace them as they got older. What? They were all supposed to be like 15, 16. So the minute they aged out, they're out. And it was this Mexican like Backstreet Boys. Uh-huh. The Menendez dad was like that. He was in the music industry and he was connected to that. And it's now come out that those boys were totally molested by management and stuff. The, Menu- the Menudo boys. And the Menudo boys. Wow. Oh, God. And also, there was stuff with the relatives and stuff that certain relatives that said, like, this, you know, there's certain families and machismo and stuff where, and certain cultures where, um, molesting the boys it's like i don't know it's 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 you know generational and it's accepted it was a really sick thing and the fact that um so i mean i i believe all i think two things can be true i think they were molested i think it really fucked him up i think the dad was really awful and mean and powerful and then i think they also were entitled rich brats from beverly hills who like Stole from houses, didn't want to study when they got to college. And together, again, two people mm-hmm. coming together, being like, let's do this together. Yeah, you probably know? just fueling each other through the stories and totally. like hyping each other up to do it. And like, you know, I don't believe they thought they were going to be killed that night. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. They had a plan to kill them, but the reason for killing them is because they fucking had it. And they also were like, we're going to have a fun life once this asshole is killed. Well, and didn't they start like spending right away? Weren't they buying like Rolexes? And it, wait, it wait, big, it what? Big, it was a new hot spot at the time. <laughs> wait, right there. It's still really, in Beverly Hills. Did, did they really go to Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> they went to Cheesecake Factory a lot, but they also got Rolexes and they, yeah, all that kind of stuff is true. Okay. And they were, you know, and they bought it at the big five and, you know, they got the guns there. I mean, it, yeah, I'm not, I mean, 100%. I don't believe that they thought it was going to be us or them. Yeah. That was their defense. Yeah. And, you know, the the famous, uh, at the time, the defense attorney was a woman and she put them in sweaters to make them look younger uh-huh. even at this time. Oh, here's a juicy story. Ooh, ooh okay. okay. <laughs> Just remembering. So I'm like, whatever, in my 20s and I'm in the theater, Growling's Theater. And my friend is this gay guy and he like manages the Chateau Marmont. Ooh. And he's like, what are you doing tonight? Do you want to come to the suite? 
and I had the suite for the night and it's the like Houdini suite where he like lived, whatever. So we go there. I'm like fun. And there's this really cute guy and he's like a sitcom regular on Jenny McCarthy's sitcom. Okay. Okay. So we're getting drunk and whatever. And he starts to tell me that he came out here, you know, from Chicago with his girlfriend who was like, a, like a secretary or whatever. And they're out here and he's pursuing acting. And every day he came home and she'd be watching the Menendez trial. And all of a sudden the phone rings and it's like, will you accept a call from wherever, some prison? And it was like, I can't remember if it was Eric or Lyle. Her her name was Anna. You look it up. There's an Anna Menendez or something like, something with an Anne. And, and And he's like, what? And then it was, she wrote, one of them pursued him, fell in love with him while he's trying to be an actor. So she ends up leaving the boyfriend who's supporting her and marrying one of the Menendez brothers. Oh my God. And then she finds out he's cheating on her. How? Well, they they couldn't even fuck. They didn't even yeah, get to I was have just gonna say, conjugal how? visits. With a guy? But no, no, other people, other chicks love prison. I love. Well, no, there I, are a lot of people who I'm love prison. I'm so people. obsessed with women who are obs- who want to date prisoners, and you yeah. know why? Because we're so fucked up. They're like, you know what? This guy has all day to write me letters and tell me how great <laughs> I am. My other boyfriend has to work all day. You know, I know where this fucker is. I have a date every Sunday, and he's thrilled to see me. That's. But you get but you know when what? you date there, a prisoner. There's, I agree. That's a great, that's a perk. Yes. The time and the attention and the attentiveness. But there are a lot of women who are like oddly obsessed with Chris Watts, which I don't like sickly obsessed yeah. Wait, with so him. Let me finish oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, Chris Watts. <laughs> okay. So then, so he, um, so anyway, she finds out that some other girl is coming and writing to him and stuff. So then she is like, I'm out. And then like, I saw her interviewed once and she was like, I mean, he deceived our friends, just like Sandoval. He <laughs> deceived our friends. I'm like, what friends? Were you having a dinner party with like the phone in the middle? Yeah. I'm what? like, oh, we have a couple's dinner tonight. Yeah. Like what? You're in, you're doing life. You're never, they're never, ever going to get yeah. out. Yeah. How would he even meet the friend? That makes no sense. The only thing I thought was cruel, unusual punishment as a mother of two boys is that they couldn't be put in the same prison together. That is where I thought they were fucked. That like, is At least hard. let them be together. I see that, but at the same time, I feel like if they were together, wouldn't they conspire to escape or do something? Like, couldn't they be more toxic? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was mean. It is mean. It is mean. But like, I mean, I'm I sure they were like, like yeah, then they had to like play chess and it would take like a year to like play the game because they'd have to like do it through the mail. <laughs> and I was just like, I mean, even if, listen, even if, it's my, a two, hard knock even if my two boys could conspire, like conspire and kill me. You'd want them to be in prison together? Yeah, and at least they, That's did, a good something, mom. At least they did something together. When you have two two of the same kind, you hope that they're best friends. Like <laughs> I, you guys are. Well, no, I die whenever you're on your podcast and you talk about what your son is the spare. It kills me. <laughs> you're like, I got my spare. Yes. Oh, my God. You're the a good mom. the spare. Yeah, the um, spare. Okay, the Chris Watts thing. Yes. Do you think that the girl who, the girlfriend, whatever her name was. Nicole. Who, Nicole, who went into... Witness protection. Do you think she was part of it? Have you seen those YouTube conspiracies where you see part of her ponytail? The ponytail in the driveway and all that? I do. I don't know that she was involved in the murders or the disposal necessarily. Maybe, like, I don't know if she was planning, if they planned it together or had a hand in it. But I think she definitely knows more than she was saying. Yeah. 
I think she was there that night or into the early morning hours because remember her phone was pinging at like the tower that was right by the house, not by her work. And then she mysteriously didn't clock in that day and said she just like there was so much so many red flags throughout her version of the truth that I didn't make sense I to me. I actually thought that um, Raquel should go into witness protection. She probably should. For the same reasons that that Nicole girl should. I, she, like, And I think that was smart. But I think I think she was involved. How involved, we don't know. I think she gave everybody enough info that they're like, we got the guy. I mean, he did admit it. He did admit it. They got the dad to come in and make him admit it. The thing that, that I saw most interesting about him is where this guy said he's a beta male, which I never really what understood. It, like a, Whenever people talk about alpha males and yeah. beta males, I really didn't understand what it is. I don't either. So what an alpha it? male is, I know, yeah, an alpha. is like a guy that's like, I'm the man, I'm the head of the household, I'm this is me, and that's how I've lived my whole life, and that's been my role the whole life. And then there's guys that are beta males. It doesn't mean that they're a bad man, but they're more accepting of their partner like being the leader like and they said are you an alpha or a beta <laughs> it's a beta <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean it. like my husband is definitely an alpha yeah and everyone thinks i'm like this badass bitch i'm like well, uh you not no i don't know like, i heard the story you told about when they were on the ski trip and you had to call your son to verify that they were allowed to eat the donuts because you didn't believe peter or something when the vrbo no, no, I didn't. I I called Drake because I said I think that you pissed off the the people when you ate the donuts. What happened was they went and got a VRBO on a trip I didn't go to because otherwise I'm like I finally put down my foot. Oh my god, Peter! My husband is inherently cheap, and he called me. He went to some Vegas thing. It was some Vegas thing for like audio equipment, cameras. I don't know. He went. He kind of went a little bit sick, and he called me and he goes, "Oh my god." Do you know how much water is now in Vegas? I go, what are you talking about? I go, you mean in the hotel room? And he goes, yeah. And I go, well, if it's in the fridge and you barely touch it, you're going to be charged. But then sometimes they have a bottle of water and they're like free or it's yeah. like $8. And he goes, well, I mean, I was just, you know, I had this cold. I was just so thirsty. I was so thirsty. And I just didn't know, you know, and he's like, and I thought about, he thought about leaving his hotel. He's deathly sick and going to CVS. <laughs> he finally just... And I'm like, why do we work so hard? Like, if Just you get the water. But it's a real hard thing. When you've been like cheap your whole life and it's rubbed off on me, like it's very hard for me to be like, girl, you know, get that appetizer. You're going to be okay. And you don't have to finish it, you fat fuck. Like you could just have a couple <laughs> bites, but it's taken a long time to get there. So he, he, it was like, guess how much? I'm like, $12. He's like, 25 what? At the Bellagio. Now, it must have been a big one. Like a either. Voss or something but annoying? Like, it might have been glass. I don't know. Oh, probably. But it was $25. That is outrageous. He left Vegas early. <laughs> His whole trip is ruined. <laughs> Fuck the convention. I'm out of here. <laughs> okay, but he's an alpha. That was the point. He's an alpha. Anyway, so the beta thing was this guy was saying, I think Chris Watts was a beta, and he kind of got, and I do think, I think a big part of it is that she got sucked into that MLM. I was obsessed with the oh, fact, yeah. sadly, Shauna, Shana, the victim. Shanann. Shanann, that she was part of like a fucking MLM. Mm -hmm. 
with these patches, the Thrive patches, the vegetable. And it's like, come on, girl, and how much they harass you. Yeah. I'm interviewing this girl in May that wrote a book about it. Ooh. About MLM in general. And oh, it's that's called, gonna be good. I, you know, hey, hon, like, you know how they tell, like, <laughs> I'd be a boss babe. Yeah, the boss babe, <laughs> the whole thing and the pressure. And and then that they say, now make sure you like fake it till you make it. And you make sure that everything on Insta, on Facebook is. So they were living way behind, beyond their means. Even though he was making a nice living for what he was doing in that town, because she was putting so, and then she gets pregnant again yeah. while he's already having an affair with someone else. So he's not happy. And yeah. And I also, yeah, and that was like the, uh, like, like he, it was just a weird, uh, interesting dynamic of like analyzing him. But I mean, I just felt. I mean, it's just so horrible when you yeah. think about. Like, and he has like dropped a ton of weight, so I think he got like really confident. Then he had this like girl who was sign. she was like offering him anal, like it was the whole thing. Yeah, oh, Nicole I was. The anal yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah, and <laughs> like so he yeah. Anal, yeah, anal can get you. <laughs> kill get your you. wife. Yeah, kill your wife. Get in that house. Kill your wife. <laughs> and there was always like a detail about that case that bothered horrible. me. I know. Is oh, um yes. their unborn child? They named him Nico. Nico. I didn't like that. There was something weird, and maybe it's me just being super but you pessimistic. Know that no, you know what that reminded me of? Remember the uh, Maroon Five? Oh yeah, that Sumner? scandal that he was screwing this girl named Sumner, and yeah. then he DM'd her and was like, "Hey, we're expecting our third baby." Thinking about the name Sumner is that weird or whatever? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I used to work for Adam Levine actually. Really? Yeah. I did the him and Beati's clothing line. So. I just love that he was just like, went to like the, the most expensive school in Brentwood, <laughs> private Brentwood school. And then he's like, California! Yeah. Like, you know, like, <laughs> badass. Like, you were not in a gang in Brentwood, you fucking loser. <laughs> but he is a t- I do like his songs. But whatever. I don't think I like it. Didn't somebody say all of, it's like all elevator music now? I like it. Remember how everyone gets so, why, why, why are people so mean about um, Nickelback. <laughs> so mean about Nickelback. <laughs> that became like like a Look solid at his photo. <laughs> like, like, like a solid joke for so long, and I'm like, I don't change the channel when it comes on. So what does that make me? Hey, Nickelback has some good tunes. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Um, okay, so now I have some rapid fire true crime questions okay. for you. This is a new thing that I do on all the segments whenever we have a guest. So it's just something fun, not to take it too you know, seriously. Just go. But, okay. God, all right. How long do you have to explain? Okay. <laughs> okay. Who do you think killed John Binet? Um, I do still think it is the brother. And why do you think and, that? And brother, do not sue me. This is my allegedly thoughts yeah. because that's all, he went after all those people that did. I think it comes down to the, you know, you took my fucking pineapple. Yeah. I think that he didn't mean to, and I think he hit her, and then they saw it, and they panicked because they were like, we're not going to, like, lose our son, too. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think he knows. What about the, like, mystery DNA that didn't match him that they found? Because that's something that everybody's, like, caught up on, but I okay, still think Okay, you know what? Maybe too. it isn't the brother. <laughs> I hope it's not the brother. I hope it's I not the brother. I think it absolutely too. could be a weirdo, just like the um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Smart. Smart. Yeah. Like I totally believe that. I I never thought it was the parents. I did think for a while maybe the parents were covering up for the boy. Yeah. 
Um, but I don't think it's the parents. I don't think so either. But the fact that like the ransom note was written on the kitchen notepad and like, and there, it, it seems But weird. I do think you could have grabbed a notepad and it could have been yeah. someone who worked there. could have been, yeah. I don't know. Like that's one of the questions I'll ask Jesus when I meet him because <laughs> okay. I would like to know. Okay. Yeah. What's a recent case that has bothered you or like that you didn't appreciate the verdict on or that you were like, what kind of moron would say that person's <sighs> not guilty? Can't be Casey Anthony, obviously. A recent one that bothered me. Or that you like couldn't believe. I don't really, I can't think of no? one. Okay. Sorry. That's all right. Cut that part out. I just don't, okay. can't think of one that like, where I was like, absolutely. No, I mean, I think they got the murder murders right. Yeah. And. Do you think that. He, uh, and I think that the, you know, I think and the Amber Heard case, the Amber Heard case was a little bit where people thought I was a sympathizer to Amber Heard. I wasn't. I was more like about the defamation mm -hmm. and I kind of really felt like the fact that she wrote the article and the other people published it and then you know how far it got into it and then it was and they made the jurisdiction not California if it was in California she would have had a better case mm -hmm. but um you know I do think she shit in the bed <laughs> I think she shit in the bed too. Yeah. God, that case was such a shit show. Not, no pun intended. Um, okay. So if you had to move a body, yes. who would you call? Lala. Oh my God. Probably my son Drake. Oh. Because he's the biggest, strongest. And I, I definitely think he would help me out. Providing it's not his dad. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, do you think Brian Laundry's parents knew that he killed Gabby? Yes. Yeah. Especially with the note. I mean. A hundred percent. And... I don't know what to say about that. I, I don't know what it's like to have to be a mother of someone who is either, you know, mass shooter, kills his girlfriend. You know, I know a, a family where um, the guy, the girlfriend, and he broke up and he went and like killed the girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. And they would all visit him in prison and they were like very religious and it's just a horrible thing to be. It doesn't mean that you were a bad parent. I mean, you know what I mean? So it's like, so if I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel badly that they didn't like let the parents know sooner instead of having them search. Mm -hmm. But I also just feel like, I do think it's weird that they're trying to sue the city mm -hmm. for saying, the because they're like, well, if she actually hit him, why didn't you arrest her? And I'm like, okay, come on. These cops are 25 years old. Like, I just don't believe that it was their fault. Right. Because at the same time, he did say, go go away and call your parents. And she didn't call the parents. And separate for the night. And I understand why she didn't, because that's what it is when it's domestic violence and stuff. But I knew the minute, I mean, I knew the minute I heard that they were engaged, but then they broke off the engagement, that they still stayed together. I'm like, that makes no sense. That makes no sense. Because why wouldn't you just say, well, we're staying engaged. We're just not going to get married for like three years. Yeah. But why would you say we're no longer engaged? That tells me like, you, like you're like you done with him, but he's begging you to go on this mm -hmm. trip. Yep. And, um, but I, you know, we still don't know who killed the lesbians. No, they did find the guy. Oh, who was it, that? I, who was it? It was like some some it random, but it wasn't connected. No, I didn't think it was him. Yeah, but. it was some random. But um, yeah, so I feel like, yeah, I think they knew mm -hmm. and they just didn't know how to deal with it. And, you know, mm -hmm. and I, but, I would, but there was no evidence that they were trying to like get him to like run away to Mexico. Like, um, no, like get out oh, of the Oh, I know the one, Lacey Peterson. Oh, Okay. I can talk about Lacey Peterson. Why? What bothers you about Broderick that? And Betty Broderick for the rest of my life. Betty Broderick, so good. 
Wait, so what bothers you about Lacey Peterson? I still am not 100% convinced it was Scott Peterson. A lot of people think that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people think that. Because there were like a string of robberies in the neighborhood, right? And like there was... And I do think there's people who don't kill their wife and when she goes missing or is dead, could be a little happy about it. Mm -hmm. And was like, well, this is a nice, this is a nice coincidence. People are going to be in your comments. Well, they're, you're such a fucking idiot. they're going to talk about the boat and the concrete and all that. But there is a lot that makes me wonder. It wasn't a nice area. There were other women missing. Mm-hmm. There were women, the Latino women, uh, non-white women that just didn't get any press that were pregnant and missing. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yes. Oh. Maybe we need to just So I do, do think there is that. something to it. And I don't also blame him for trying to go to Mexico. Yeah. Your life's over. You're, yeah. At your that life point, your life is over. over. You can go to Mexico or you can kill yourself or unalive yourself. Why can't we say that anymore? I honestly, I know I YouTube know is we, even worse. You can't say why, There's so much you can't say. But like that word. It's, it's so but stupid. But it is a, a vocabulary word. I know. It's been used forever. I know. It's, we were talking about that earlier today. Well, it's take like, it out. I don't no, know. No, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Don't, but like, don't I just think that, like, to say unalive, like, as if that makes it any better. I don't know. I it's know. Strange. It's really stupid. I agree. Well, speaking of, like, fleeing and yeah. going to Mexico, what do you think Raquel should do? What's your next movie? Um, I honestly don't think she'll be asked back. You don't? I think that he will doesn't care enough about her at all they're not even committed mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. but they will not get rid of him he has his connection to the two bars with tom schwartz and he will try to redeem himself i know all of them hate him mm-hmm. and really don't want to fuck with him at all but they will keep him around mm-hmm. and it, but I, there's no way they can keep both of them. Unless they not, were actually dating. Together, yeah, there's no storyline. The only way they could stay together and people to forgive them is if she got pregnant with this baby. That's God. the only way because then people would be like, you know what? There's an innocent child. Even though it started out of deception, it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. And then people could forgive it and like embrace that she's a mother. So if she wants to stay on the show, she has got to get knocked up. Get off the pill. <laughs> trap him. Screw her. And then put her legs up for 45 minutes. Oh, God. Perfect. Beautiful. You know what? And that's a great place to wrap this up. So while her legs are up in the air for 45 minutes, can you let everybody know all things Juicy Scoop, where to find yes. you, what the deal is? The show is Juicy Scoop. It's also on YouTube. Please subscribe. Yes, to subscribe. My- yes. And so you can watch it as well every Tuesday and Thursday. I also have an incredible Patreon, um, which is every Friday. And then there's another tier that is just a couple dollars more and that's two juicy crimes every month with different people from defense attorneys to matt murphy i've had mm-hmm. on my show and dr drew and whatnot and then um and then it get me behind gates level which is like my most personal like juicy like celebrity stuff so that's all there and then my live show is also just go to heathermcdonald.net to join the patreon to see the youtube and then all my shows and i've got vegas may 27th which will be a live Fun. juicy scoop with Spencer Pratt, we're going to do Hollywood conspiracy theories Ooh. and uh, Illuminati and shit like that, which he knows about. And we've got, uh, with Chris Pangella and Justin, who are two great comedians, I have a uh, Humphreys by the Bay in San Diego, which is my biggest venue, so I need people to come. That's in June. <laughs> Get your tickets, guys. That's in June. Napa in July. 
uh, Irvine Improv, which you guys will come to oh, yeah, we'll in come. August. And then um, uh, a bunch of theaters on the East Coast in August, too. Great. So everything's at HeatherMcDonald.net. Oh, and San Francisco and Sacramento. I can't believe I remembered them all, but whatever. Good that job. I love plug. that. <laughs> Who cares? We love it. All right, guys. So you just heard it from Heather herself, where to follow her, where to find her, everything she has coming up. So do me a favor and go quickly give her a follow on Instagram and subscribe to her YouTube page for Juicy Scoop, where you can see all of her podcast episodes in video format. And make sure you let her know in the comments that you came from this channel and that you are a 10 to lifer or you are a serialistly listener and give her some love because we absolutely love Heather and we want to support her as a group. Thank you so much for coming and thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Serialistly and I will see you next Monday. All right, bye.